This is The Structuring Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 39 of The Structuring Podcast. Terry War here. And today we're going to talk about trusts that arise because of circumstances. You probably know about discretionary trusts and how they are started with deeds. There's also other types of trusts, presumptive trusts or resulting trusts, and usually they are not documented via deed, but they arise because of the situation. And in the last episode, episode 38, I I mentioned the risk involved with an individual paying the deposit on an investment property where the investment property is held by the trustee of a discretionary trust. If that happens, it could be presumed that the trustee is holding it beneficially for the individual. Let me give you another sort of different example about that. In the past, it was common for the main residence to be owned by an individual who was the least at risk of going bankrupt. So let's say there's a husband and wife and the husband's a a barrister and the wife is not working. It's more likely the husband will become bankrupt rather than the wife. So what often happened is that the house would be held by the wife and then if the husband later went bankrupt, they'll be less available for creditors. However, in the case of Cummins, which was a case involving a barrister, he went bankrupt and the ATO chased 50% of the house, arguing that the wife was trustee for the husband. And that's because the house was bought with money that belonged to the husband. So even though the wife was on title, there was a presumptive trust in favour of the husband for 50% of the property. And that sort of thing happens often in bankruptcy. So if a person goes bankrupt, the trustee in bankruptcy can try and claw back property owned by their spouse if that property has been purchased or improved with money from the bankrupt person. It can also go the other way as well. There was a case involving a family where the young daughter was committing some sort of fraud, an ongoing fraud involving insurance money. She was the owner of the house. So when the fraud was discovered, she became bankrupt and the house was seized by the trustee in bankruptcy. However, other family members who were also living in the house, they argued that the bankrupt female was actually trustee for them because they were the ones paying the loan. So in that case, the family won. I can't remember if they got the whole property back or just part of it, but they argued that the legal owner was not the beneficial owner and that saved the property or or saved part of the property. So you have to be careful when paying for assets. Just because the title is in one person's name doesn't mean that they are the beneficial owner of that property. You also have to be careful where the property is paid by someone else because that person can always argue that they were the beneficial owner of the property. And it's not only them that can argue it, it's others such as trustees and bankruptcy, or it can even be a beneficiary under a will after that person dies, or a beneficiary under a state. There may not be a will. So make sure you get some legal advice on this area if you want to pay someone else's property, or if you want someone else to pay your property loan. It can be potentially dangerous, but it could also work to your advantage as well, depending on the circumstances. So that's it for now. And until next week, it's bye for now. 
You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.